and welcome to Early Childhood Ireland's podcast. Our podcast features interviews and discussions on all issues relating to quality early learning and care with a range of speakers who are leaders in the areas that matter to Early Childhood Ireland members. I'm Maura Corbett and I work with Early Childhood Ireland. And you're most welcome to this, the second last episode for 2021. And uh, we're going to talk in this episode about valuing staff. We wanted to reflect a bit on the strange and surreal 22 months we've all experienced. There's been a constantly changing situation with COVID-19, with settings closing for lockdown, some settings reopening in June. And the start of this year, ECC settings were closed and it brought so much uncertainty for managers, educators, the connected, um, the connections to families disrupted. Uh, educators and settings trying to respond to the needs of children and families, keeping children reassured, keeping connections going. And and that uncertainty is still continuing today, as, as we know. But the constant through all of this, I think, has been the commitment and the dedication of staff in settings. Everyone in settings, educators, managers, cleaners, admin staff, caretakers, cooks have They've just played the proverbial blinder to ensure that settings were nurturing, safe and welcoming, even when they were closed, making sure the children and their families felt that sense of warmth and care, even when they were apart. So as we get close to the end of another year that, like I say, can only be described as bizarre and still with much uncertainty, we decided to look at I suppose, how this contribution by all staff in settings to ensure the health and welfare of the children across physical, emotional um, domains can be recognised and acknowledged. So I'm delighted to be joined for a chat by my colleague from Early Childhood Ireland, Gillian Moore. Gillian works with us and is responsible for providing a specialist HR advice service to members and supporting line manager and line management with the HR needs of employees within their settings. And she has a keen interest in employee development and management. So Gillian, you're really welcome to this episode. Thank you so much, Maura. Thank you for inviting me back. So Gillian, you've done the whole working from home and school homeschooling bit as well. Uh, so your first hand experience of a lot of those challenges. What are your thoughts on the past 22 months? Well, and I, I think as a parent, um, and I speak for myself and, and a lot of my, you know, my mummy friends and daddy friends, uh, we really realised the value of the educators um, across settings, across schools. You know, there's nothing like having an insight to what somebody does day in, day out, um, than having to, to do it yourself. And that's with no training, you know. Um, so I, I'm... I was lucky in that my children are slightly older. They're, they're six and eight. Um, and I'm also lucky that they had both, um, they had, you know, obviously done their ECCE, but they had both been in settings because I worked full time. So they were both quite, they're quite independent in, you know, in their play and their learning. And, you know, and I could really see how lucky I was um, that they were able to, to almost occupy themselves, you know, while I was trying to work. And they were so creative and thinking, you know, will we do this now? Or, you know, why don't we try that? And and I was thinking, you know, this is that's where they got that. They didn't get that from me. I'm not a creative person, you know, particularly, you know, I'm in age or I'm very, you know, analytical. And so, so I'm like, you know, where did this creativity come? And I was like, you know, this came from being with these amazing educators before this all happened. 
um, that they're able to think, you know, to fill their day with with play and joy. And, you know, of course, there's the odd iPad when I'm doing a meeting or, you know, a bit of TV. And we all did that and wished we didn't have to. So that's what I really reflected on. And from conversations I've had, people were, you know, um, and when settings reopened, I think we all realized how important they are, you know. Like, you know, we didn't necessarily get the designation of frontline workers, but they really, really were in the front lines, giving that continuity back to children, giving them that socialization. So much as mine were well able to play and do all of that, they really missed their friends. They really missed being with other children and being in those amazing environments. So to get them back to that was so important. And I think a real positive out of all of this is people really, really realize, parents and guardians really realize how it's so much more than childcare, how important it is, how much it was missed. You know, you miss something when it's taken away and it's taken away so abruptly. So I like to see it as a positive. And I think to it, we need to acknowledge what leadership our sector brought. You know, they were innovative, they were creative, how they got, you know, how they included parents, you know, how they... They included activities, you know, that maybe previously were face to face. They were able to do these in different ways. You know, we did, you know, Zooms with, you know, uh, children's and settings and Zooms graduations and all of that. But when they were back in the settings, they really thought of different ways and getting children outdoors and, you know, things possibly they'd have loved to have done, but maybe were reluctant to try or, you know, and, you know, took caution to the wind and did it. And, um, I can only compliment them and I, that's even too small a word, word you know it, it's it's huge what happened um and I think I'm definitely grateful yeah yeah I think the innovation and creativity that a lot of settings showed at a time when you know there was a lot of I suppose we've got more used to that kind of background anxiety now mm-hmm. but you know thinking back to those early days in 2020 and the early you know when ECC was closed at the early part of this year there was huge creativity and innovation shown around that keeping connected bit. We featured some on our on our website and on our blogs. And, you know, I think it's important, like you say, um, you know, complimenting people kind of isn't um, is, is too small a word in, yeah. in ways. Um, so, you know, what are your thoughts on how how managers can acknowledge that effort and the impact that that can have for for people Gillian when we talk about valuing employees obviously the elephant in the room is pay and it's like how do you reward employees when you know the funding isn't there and you don't have the money so it would be remiss of me not to mention it pay is an issue um but you know the funding hopefully is coming in the budget you know was a nod towards that but pay aside, there's loads of ways you can value employees. Um, and when we think of all um, the learning that educators do in, in um, the various courses and degrees and stuff that they do, you know, you, we often talk about the, the voice of the child. So you can take that learning and bring it forward. It's like the voice of the employee is huge. So before you start going, oh, I might do this or I might do that, I might, you know, give them a voucher, you know. If you really communicate and communicate well and find out what means the most to a staff member, you can really value them by listening and, you know, finding out. So it could be that, you know, a slightly later start 
might be something that would really make a huge difference on their life and you value them as an employee and you know subject to be able to do in that within the confines of your setting and start times and these are not easy things to do but they're easy to think of you know there might be a little bit of work in, in implementing them you can really show value going like you really you know we really want you to be here we really want to get the best out of you we want to enjoy your work and if it's causing you a lot of stress and anxiety to get here at a certain time, let's look at that, you know. So it's working with employee, listening, being, you know, flexible, work-life balance. Also have it letting them have the voice in the work that they do. Again, all of these are within parameters and within boundaries, but it's, you know, some of the best ideas are going to come from your staff. You know, it doesn't all have to rest on your shoulders as a manager and a provider, you know. So having those conversations, you know, what can we do differently? What can we bring in? And that's what you know, the last 22 months really did show us at times. Yes, you know, our providers showed huge leadership, but, you know, those who did it really, really well, they did it as a staff team. They said, like, how can we make this work? You know, and that's the most innovative and creative ideas coming from a place of fear, which is a really hard place to be creative, Mm. came as staff teams. So valuing their impact, they know the ins and outs of their day and their job. They, they'll have the, you know, the really good ideas and that keeps, that makes them engaged, that makes them value their work, you know, so them having that yeah. voice in their day to day. And this sounds really simple, um, but sometimes we just forget in the moment, we don't have the time or whatever, but a word of thanks and acknowledgement and a kind word, you know, if you see something and you think, I really like the way they handle that or really like, you know, that idea, you know, it's, it's no use to anyone in your head. Just say it out. You know, you don't have to wait for support and supervision. You don't have to wait for annual appraisal. In the moment is the best time to give feedback. Oh, I love what you did there. Mm. Um, and you could take it even further. If it's a good idea that could be implemented across the setting, even better. That really, you know, but even those words. And, you know, like parents, unfortunately, you know, can't be in settings um, at the moment and you can't have those by the by conversations that pick up. And so, you know, all of that has, has been has been changed. But trying to think of some ways to acknowledge the staff and to bring the parents and guardians and children into that because, uh, you know, to feel that value uh, from everybody. And, you know, again, as a parent, I know that parents want to know how to do this, you know, so it could be, and I'm not talking about gift and, you know, monetary things at all. So, you know, there should be no expectation that parents bring a gift like that's that's a separate issue and it's up to them. But it could be something like, you know, suggesting that parents do like a Christmas card, you know, from the child and they work on that together or just giving parents ideas of of ways that they could acknowledge because, you know, again, maybe aren't that creative or, you know, uh, just having the time really to think of ideas and want to do something nice, you know, they could do that. Um, Other way, you know, there could be other things I suppose like you know passing on compliments from parents that you know don't keep it exactly say something lovely about um Jane in the baby room pass that on yeah because it's it's it means so much to Jane it's so more Mm. much more impactful um and you know maybe practical ways of, of acknowledging particularly around this time of year it's like can I do anything you know and Again, non-monetary, and it could be something you could evolve the parents in. You know, I've seen this in other in other sectors, but it could be something like we're going to close, you know, on a half day on the last day before Christmas. You know, everybody still gets paid, and like bring the parents into it though, so it's not a, oh my god, they're closing, and I'm going to have to make arrangements. You know, if you if you put it in such a positive way, saying look, after the year we've all had and how hard these educators have worked, you know, we're going to let you know we're going to close so that we can celebrate them and say you know have a nice half day, go off and do your Christmas shopping, whatever you know, and 
really what what parents going to argue with that you know it's just to say a little acknowledgement if you don't announce it the day before (laughs) exactly so give them notice explain your reasoning you know that's not going to work for everybody and again these are my ideas and people could be like god i couldn't do that but you know you know your own setting you know your you know the parents and guardians you deal with you know the community so there'll be different things that suit for you but again shown innovation shown creativity in in all other aspects of that so it's it's just taking that thinking and applying it and going you know is there something here i could do um and you know and and name it as, as what it, you want it to be it is to acknowledge and value your employees so tell them straight out that's why you're doing it don't even think or oh, sure they'll know you know or assume say i want you to know how much i value you and even saying those words are so powerful um and that's, especially if it's in front of other people as well. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so if you're naming it, it you know, and handle it right, yeah. as you say, don't be all, mm. by the way, it's happening tomorrow. You know, just say, look, this is why I'm doing this. And this is why it's so important. You know, nobody can argue with it then. They have noticed um, that and they'll, they'll get behind you because, you know, we all know now, you know, we should have known before. And, but if we didn't, we all know now how important this sector and these educators are to, to the lives of our children. So, any acknowledgement um, is necessary and welcome. And do you have a kind of, um, you've mentioned some already, but a kind of, uh, I don't know, top three ways, you know, are there things like encouraging self-care, watching breaks, mindfulness, any of those kinds of practical, uh, simple enough ways that just takes a bit of, thinking in advance to implement them that you would suggest as we head into what's in many ways the busiest uh, month of the year? So it it is things like that, more like practical things. It's like, you know, when you're scheduling, um, just looking at hours, making sure people are getting a break, making sure, you know, you link in with everybody. Again, we're back to voice and communication, but it's it's, that it's that everybody's involved in that, you know, how is this next month looking? You know, what, you know, what, what have we got scheduled? What are the hours looking like? Is that working for everybody? You know, and a full discussion around that, you know, uh, if you had, we spoke about this when we, when we spoke the last time, you know, if you do have a concern about somebody or you think, you know, they have a lot going on or they just don't see themselves, you know, a quiet, you know, private word, but just to go, are you okay? Uh, There's a lot going on. It's a busy time of year. You know, is there anything I can do? And again, it's back to the thing of, you know, maybe it's a later start or something, you know, just giving them that space to say, well, actually, this is this is currently stressing me out. And you could have a practical solution. And they've just they're just so caught up in it that they don't feel, you know, that they can bring it to you. So, you know, you go to them and it could be a practical solution that you can all work on um and and giving them that flexibility and then I suppose as you start into the new year um it's it's looking at everything looking at the work that you're doing bringing the staff into that you know to get them fully engaged you know what are your plans for the year and see what everyone can bring to the table and then you're starting the year in a great footing because it's like everybody's involved everybody's excited you know um I was reading last night a few things as I was prepared to talk to you and it was so you know that people want the sort of three needs you know and it's they want they want interesting work recognition for doing a good job and being let in on things that are going on so they're kind of you know and I was like actually that says it better than I can but those three things so like you know but giving people insight into making their work interesting making it you know enjoyable for them um, acknowledging when they're doing a good job and then just 
you don't have to keep everything, you know, people feel, well, I'm the manager, so I have to take sole responsibility and I have to keep this thing going. And, and you know, letting people know, you know, obviously there's confidentiality, but letting them know what's going on. And, you know, again, they could help you as much as you can help them because, you you know, you could have, you have all this on your shoulder, huge responsibility, loads going on. They could say, actually, you know, I could help with that. Or what if we did this, you know, and so it's mutually beneficial. Playing to people's strengths that were revealed exactly. maybe during yeah. the pandemic. So, you know, when we were chatting the other day, we said, you know, about maybe an end of year newsletter that you mightn't have done before. Mm-hmm. But if you're not techie, maybe, you know, if you can cover somebody in a room, but while they take five minutes to do it because they they are and that can yeah. be a break for them and ease the, the stress of you getting the newsletter ready exactly. when it's not your thing. Yeah. So, you know, I think and that plays, you know, strengths. that's the the, uh, the interesting work because it's like I'd actually love to do that. And then you never know what comes of those things, because then they could say that could be a piece of work that they do all the time that really, you know, if they're quite techy and creative and everything, it satisfies that in them that they may not be getting when they're in the rooms with the children. And, then you know, so um, it's but it it all comes back to talking to staff and you know, really listening to what they're saying and getting to know them. You know, you can only play to people's strengths when you know what they are and what mm. they, you know. Um, so it, it's the it's the communication piece. You know, when you talk about valuing, so it's it's the listening and the and the acknowledging. You know, um, that that will really you really should see a difference. And I suppose there's a bit too. You know, we're you know we've talked a bit in the last couple of minutes about what managers do for for staff across all the the roles in it. But there's also a bit of you know minding yourself and who's minding you as a manager. Mm-hmm. And in community settings, um, you have the support, hopefully, of a good board of management or committee. But you know, taking taking the time to find your own ways of of managing the stress of being a manager um is an important um bit too isn't it yeah and it's that it's the piece of you know not being afraid to ask for help like it's not a weakness or anything you know if we talk about it in the context of playing to people's strengths and you know people be more than happy if it's something they're able to do and they're interested in you know so something that could be really taking loads of your time and stressing you out and taking you away from the reason you're there and the reason that you're manager you know um the things that you're really really good at so why not ask you know um and I suppose that there probably is a piece there you know you talk about the support of a board and everything so we talk about acknowledging staff and everything there's there is a role to play in boards in acknowledging um the entirety of the staff but in particular those managers you know um and that could be I don't know that could be an email just you know thanking the staff and acknowledging all their work to do but you know maybe a special note to say you know our manager showed true leadership and kept us open and you know naming a few things that they did in particular and that kind of acknowledgement you know uh often the manager you know uh might be the person who's not getting any of the the love or the acknowledgement you know so if you're in the position when you're in a board you could do that you know um you should do it um and you know it's it again it does sound really simple but it's it's say those words you know yeah. and say them in a timely way um don't you know don't wait to the end of the year when everything's you know forgotten you know mm-hmm. if something's happening say it in the moment and maybe that could be what people take into the new year is you know I'm not going to wait for the appraisal or any of that you know I'm going to start acknowledging people uh regularly yeah. and I think there's a bit about saying the words you know mm-hmm. uh, it, it 
can sometimes the, the seeing it in writing is great and important, but sometimes hearing it, it, yeah. it can seem more authentic in a funny way than seeing it is written. Particularly, you know, if you notice now, you say it in the moment, you go, I really like the way you did that, that warmth in your voice, that, you yeah. know, um, the the kind of the the not surprise, but you know that kind of wow, I really like that. You know, yeah. the kind of exclamation, yeah. you know, it 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 resonates. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if it's a week later and as you say in email, you know, what you did last Thursday was really, really good, it's kind of you know, it dead. What did I do last Thursday? Yeah, like, what are they talking? <laughs> you know. And the thing is it's harder in writing, it just formalizes things because what you might be acknowledging is it might, you know, it might seem like a very small thing. So when you go to write it, you're like actually so you may end up not doing it at all because you're like, actually, yes. now that I write that, it seems silly. But it, in at the time, in the moment, it won't, you know. Um, so uh, it, it's sort of like, a, you know, random act of kindness or something. Yes. You know, if you yes. see someone and you like their coach, just say to them, even if they're saying, yeah. I love your coach, you know. Yeah. And like you're making someone's day, like how you make someone feel will always be remembered. Exactly. You know? They won't, exactly. you know, they mightn't remember the exact words. They definitely won't remember it in, from an email. But it, what, that feeling in the moment will, will stay with them. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point to end. I think that's kind of a Maya Angelou, I think, said that, <laughs> that people won't remember what you said or what you did, but they'll remember how you made them feel. So I, I think, Gillian, that's a, that's a great uh, a great point to, to end on. And uh, it really can be the simple thing sometimes. Um, so thanks for sharing those ideas and reflections. And Thank you for listening to Early Childhood Ireland's podcast and we hope you'll you'll join us the next time. Thanks, Gillian. Thank you, Maura. 